Welcome to Truths for Life with Pastor Teacher Chris Hall. Tonight, I'm going to talk a little bit about be ready. How do, there are certain things we are told in the, in the Bible as Christians that we are to be ready, be prepared. You know, there's, as you study the New Testament and you study what the Bible says about the Christian life, you come to understand that there's to be an edge to our Christian life. And what I mean by that is this. We are told constantly in the, in the, in the Bible, especially in the New Testament, that we are to be prepared and ready. There are things that we are to be prepared and ready for. We are not to be caught off guard. We're not to be, we're not to be, you know, uh, caught unaware that on a daily basis, there are things that we should be ready for. There should be a readiness about our Christian life. You know, when, uh, when there's a threat to our country, you know, our, our military is put on ready. It, it put on readiness. I'm talking about the readiness. And, and the Bible talks about how as Christians, we are to be ready. We are to be prepared. There's to be a certain, uh, on a daily basis, we're to be ready for things, prepared for things that might come about on that day. And so I did a little research and found some things that the Bible says that we're to be ready for. So I'm going to share with those with you. And I took as, as the, I, I guess, the base verse for the study, Titus 3.1. Remind them to be subject to rulers and authorities to obey and to be ready for every good work. We are to be ready, prepared. And so here's some things we're to be ready for. First of all, we're to be ready to do good. Titus 3.1, remind them to be subject to rulers and authorities, to obey, to be ready for every good work. In other words, we are to be prepared as Christians. We are to be ready for every opportunity to do good to others. On a daily basis, as you leave your home, you're to be ready. You're to be prepared. You're to be looking for opportunities during that day that will present themselves to minister to other people, to serve others, to meet their needs in the name of Christ. There's to be a readiness. As you, as you go out into the world, we are to look for the opportunities that the Lord will give us to do good to others, to prepare for others, uh, to, to minister to others. It could be by seeing somebody with a flat tire on the side of the road and stopping and helping them. It could be, you know, I, I was at the mall one time many years ago when I used to go to the mall. I don't go to the mall anymore. I go to Dollar General. Um, but we were in the parking lot of the mall and this dear sweet lady, bless her heart, she was wandering around in the parking lot and I had a sneaking suspicion of what was going on. You know, she forgot where she parked. Been there, done that myself, uh, but bless her heart. She was in a little tizzy uh, because she, she was, you know, she, she just couldn't remember. And see, there's an opportunity that to minister, to help, to do good. And so every day we are to look for opportunities to do good that will present themselves. 
Matthew 5, 16, Jesus said, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your father in heaven. How do we let our light shine? By doing good to others. Colossians 4, 15, walk in wisdom toward those who are outside, redeeming the time. Now that phrase redeeming the time means to take advantage of every opportunity. To redeem the time means to buy out the time. Redeem means to buy out. Redeeming the time means that we are to be ready and prepared to take advantage of every opportunity to serve others, to love others in the name of the Lord, and to minister to others in the name of the Lord. So every day, our mindset as Christians is as I go out into the world, I don't know what's going to happen today, but I am to look for opportunities to do good. Make sense? We're to have that Christian mindset, that Christian edge to our life. Second of all, we're to be ready, the Bible's. Now, if y'all ever want notes, I'd be happy to print these off. These are free and postpaid. And y'all can have them. And I don't, I don't, you know, I'll look for a way to send them all out. I, you know, you can have them. Be ready to share the good news with others. Every day, we are to be prepared for opportunities that the Lord will give us, open doors that the Lord will give us to share a word of witness with other people. 1 Peter 3.15, sanctify the Lord God in your heart. Always be ready to give a defense to everyone who asks you a reason for the hope that is in you with meekness and fear. Revelation 3.8, I have set before you an open door. So every day we are to pray and we are to prepare ourselves because you never know when the open door, the opportunity will come for you to share a word of witness with someone. I went to my vascular surgeon yesterday. Never had a vascular surgeon before, but I went to my vascular surgeon. So you know how they carry you into the prep room and these, these, these two nurses came in and they were friendly. How you doing? And one of them was a little down a little bit. So she begins to take my, my blood pressure thing. And you know how you can tell somebody's down. She just, either that or she really was not enthused about being at work on that uh, yesterday or that day. And um, I just, you know, I said, well, how you doing today? I always try to make, you know, be friendly and that kind of thing till I fall out and scare them all to death like I did at my urology place. But, and, and come to find out, she was dealing with some issues. And I said, well, honey, I'll pray for you. I'll, I'll pray for you. She said, she looked at me like, okay, thank you. <laughs> now, that's a simple thing. That's a simple thing. But who knows how the Lord will take something like that and bring it to remembrance in her mind. Who knows how the Lord will take a simple comment like that. That, that wasn't a, you know, a heroic thing to say or anything. It was just appropriate for the moment. I wanted her to know that there might be, and I did pray for her. I got out in the parking lot as I was walking back. Miss Avers was in the car. I said, Lord, bless her and help her. I pray for her. But you never know when the Lord's going to open the door for you. We're to be prepared. We're to be ready to share the good news with other people. As I go out into the world today, I want to look for opportunities to do good, and I want to look for open doors. See, there's to be an edge to our Christian life. 
We're not just to float out uh, into the world, you know, without a Christian mindset. This is a Christian mindset. There, there's to be an edge to our life. Here's another thing. Be ready for Satan's temptations. 1 Peter 5, 8, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Ephesians 6, 11, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Now, here's something you can be prepared for. Every day, Satan will look for opportunities to tempt you and to test you. Satan knows he can't steal you from God, but he... He wants to do everything he can to negate you as a Christian, negate your power and your ability and rob you of your joy and, and uh, what you can do for the Lord. And Satan will look for every opportunity he can to bring temptations into our life. As a pastor, I'm keenly aware of this. You see, if somebody in my congregation falls, that's a bad thing. And we all hear about it and it breaks our heart and, you know, have some failure in their life. But if the preacher falls, everybody in the world hears about it. And it makes the news. And it has a great impact beyond the congregation. And, and you know, that's just the truth. So I'm keenly aware if there's anybody in Mercedes Baptist Church that Satan wants to see fall and fail, it's me. So I know every day he's going to look for opportunities to bring temptations into my life. So I am to prepare myself for temptations that, and testing that Satan will bring in my life. I, I don't want to be ambushed by Satan. Satan will try to ambush you, catch you unaware, catch you unprepared. You know why, you know why David did that thing with Bathsheba? Because the rascal got too big for his britches. He's the king of Israel. He's the sweet psalmist of Israel. He defeated Goliath. He's got all this power. And he neglected his prayer. And he neglected his walk with the Lord because of his pride. And the result was when he walked out on that top of that place and he saw that woman, that was his downfall. He wasn't ready. He wasn't prepared. So how do you get ready for Satan's temptations? You get ready by the daily disciplines of the Christian life. A discipline is something that you know you need to do even when you don't want to do it. You know, I have a daily discipline. I know I need to walk on my treadmill. I got a Nordic track. That thing like broke my back bringing it into the house. And then I had to put it together. You know, me and my grandson brought the thing into the house. He said, Papa, this is terrible. I said, I agree with you, son. It's a discipline. I know I don't want to get on the thing. I'd rather go sit in my recliner and watch Vanna White turn the things. You know? I'd rather do that. But no, I need to walk for my own health and for my own strength. So I'll give me a book, put it up there on the thing, and I'll walk. I'll walk. That's a discipline. A discipline is something that you need, you know you need to do and you do it even though you may not want to do it. Well, there are daily disciplines of the Christian life. We need to pray. We need to pray every day. If you want to be prepared to, to take advantage of things and to serve the Lord, and if, and if you want to be prepared for Satan's temptations, you better pray. Pray every day. That's a daily discipline. You worship the Lord every day. You read the Word of God every day. You, you, you put on the armor of God every day. And so there are certain things we need to be ready for. 
opportunities to do good, open doors to witness, be ready for temptations because old slew food is not through with you yet. You may be saved, but he delights in seeing Christians fall and fail. So be ready for the temptations. Here's another thing. Be ready for the trials of life. First uh, Corinthians 16, 13. Watch, be ready, stand fast in the faith, be brave and be strong. The Christian life is the best life there is. There's no life like the Christian life. The blessings and the joys of the Christian life. There, there's no life like the Christian life. I wouldn't trade my life as a Christian for all the money in the world. Though Christian life is the best life there is. But Christians are not immune from being sick. Christians are not immune from having troubles and trials and tragedies in their life. We're not immune to that. And, you know, when they hit, we, we naturally we question, Lord, why is this happening to me, you know, as a Christian? Well, the reality is Christians are not immune from troubles and trials. Now, we do save ourselves from a lot of self-inflicted trials and troubles that people bring upon themselves by the fact we're Christians and there are certain things we won't do, you know, as Christians. That saves us from a lot of troubles. But the reality is Christians are not immune from troubles and trials in life. Christians get sick. Christians have accidents. Christians have troubles. Christians have trials. They have family situations. That's the way it is. The trials will come. And so we're to be ready for the trials of life. Now, the best way to survive a storm is to be ready for it and to be prepared for it. You know, you, if you want to get ready for a tornado, you don't do it when the thing's at your doorstep. You get ready for a tornado three months earlier when you have a plan and you're going to do this. And when the storm comes, you get ready for it. We're to be ready for the storms of life. Now, how do you get ready for the storms of life? How do you do that? Well, you do that by making some serious commitments before the storms come. I will not forsake my Lord no matter what happens in my life. I make that commitment. If a storm comes into my life, and I don't know where it came from, and it's terrible, and it's hurting me. No matter how bad the storm is, I will not forsake my Lord. That's a commitment you make before the storm comes. I will be true to Him. I will hold to Him. I will seek to honor Him and glorify Him no matter what I'm facing. You see, you, you get ready for the storms of life by making certain commitments before they come. As a Christian, I'll, I'll make those commitments. Tomorrow, the bottom may fall out of my world. But I've made a commitment. Whether I'm on the mountaintop or in the valley, I will not forsake my Lord. I will not turn my back on Him. And even when I don't understand, I will be faithful and committed to Him no matter what. That's how you prepare yourself for the trials of life. You know, a lot of times, what you're going through, the Lord, what you're going through is meant to make an impression on somebody else. Sometimes what we go through is meant 
to be a witness to somebody else. They observe how we're going through that thing and how we're enduring that thing. And it touches them and it ministers to them. And it touches, you know, it, it does something in them as they see you faithful to the Lord going through what you're going through. And it witnesses to them. Sometimes the Lord will let you go through a storm to make a difference in somebody else's life. You never know, right? And so you make certain commitments. We're to be ready for persecution as a Christian. 2 Timothy 3.12. Yes, and all those who desire to live godly in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution. You know, many Christians around the world are being persecuted in terrible ways. Christians in China, certain parts of the world, they're, they're suffering. Terrible persecution. Now, in America, we're spared from that, but we're on the road to things getting worse for Christians in America. I mean, it, you know, today, there's one group that can be attacked almost with impunity that nobody will react and say you shouldn't be doing that. And that one group that can be attacked by the media and by the elite and by all of this is those Bible-believing evangelical Christians. We can be criticized. We can be cut. We can be attacked. We can be belittled. And there's no, you know, people say, yeah, that's right. You know, now you attack this group, LBGTQ, whatever that thing is, and and you'll get you'll get thrown away and you'll get attacked and you'll get canceled. But you can attack Christians and not a word will be said. And so we're on the road. If you refuse to compromise with this world, if you live by biblical standards and morals, if you oppose the evil actions and agendas of this world, you will be attacked for your faith. So you need to be ready. Ready to stand for the Lord, ready to defend the faith, ready to share the gospel with those who attack us, ready to love and forgive them. You know, the Lord says, forgive your enemies. Bless those who attack you. Pray for those who persecute you. That's hard to do, isn't it? You know, that's, and so you say, Lord, I know what you said. Have I really got to do that? I'd a whole lot rather just bust them upside the head. The Lord said, no, no. Do what I said. You'll make a difference in the world. So we're to be ready for persecution. And see, as a, as a pastor, you know, you stand in the pulpit. There have been sermons I didn't want to preach. And I have argued with the Lord. I said, Lord, if I preach this thing, you know people are going to get mad at me. And you know they're not going to like it. And you know it's not popular. And Lord, I don't want to preach this. Please don't make me preach this. And I put it aside. I'm not doing it. Like Jonah, you know. But then by Sunday, I take it out. And I said, okay. Because <laughs> you know you're going to, if you preach, if you People are not, you're not going to be popular. You're not going to be liked. And some sermons are hard. Some sermons you enjoy, some you endure. <laughs> but always remember, one finger pointed to you means how many fingers are pointed back at me. So, Okay. Um, there are other things. Be ready to grow and learn as a Christian. Here's the thing I would tell you as a Christian. Never be satisfied with whether you are as a Christian. 
Never be satisfied. Never be satisfied with your knowledge. Never be satisfied in your prayer life. Never be satisfied in your ability to serve the Lord. Never be satisfied. Paul said, Philippians 3.12, not that I've already attained or am perfected, I press on. Paul said, I haven't arrived yet. There's things I gotta learn. Never be satisfied with where you are as a Christian. I'm never satisfied in, in my own Christian life. I've been studying the Bible for decades. And I've just, the more I study, the more I realize how ignorant I am of the Bible. There's so much more to learn. Never be satisfied. Never be satisfied in your Christian life. Let there always be a striving to grow in your prayer life, in your Bible knowledge, in your ability to serve the Lord. Be ready to encourage, pray for, and support and comfort other Christians. We always need to be ready to encourage one another, not tear one another down, needlessly criticize one another. We need to build one another up. 1 Thessalonians 5.11, therefore encourage one another and build each other up. That's what we're to be doing. Be ready to work with other Christians to fulfill the Great Commission. Be ready to obey the Lord. And finally, be ready to meet the Lord. Therefore, you also be ready for the Son of Man is coming in an hour you do not expect. Be ready. This is the day you could meet the Lord, either in the rapture or going through, you know, the, the act of death. Be ready to meet the Lord so that you will not be ashamed at His coming. Amen? So be ready. Let there be an edge to your Christian life. Be ready. Be prepared. Meet the day. Ready and prepared as a Christian. Okay? Thank you for joining us for our program today. Truth for Life with Pastor Teacher Chris Hall is a presentation of Hall Sports Communications. To contact us, you can send an email to chrishall71 at hotmail.com. That's chrishall71 at hotmail.com. Be sure to join us for our next program. Until then, stay safe and may God bless you.